At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It's the podcast where we talk about educational films, experimental, caught films, interesting documentaries. What are we going to see today? Uh, <laughs> dear blind person, what do you see today? What do you do when you see a blind person? Uh, that's the movie. Uh, this is Matt. Hello, Andrew Shear. Hello. So what's your answer? <laughs> What do I do when I see a blind person? I don't yell, hey, look, a blind person. <laughs> Everybody come here and look. <laughs> come look. Come make, see. Make, go make a circle around him. <laughs> That's right. Hey, here's a stick. You poke at him. Actually, he's got his own stick. That's for poking at him. He carries <laughs> yeah. it around so that when people want to poke at him, he's like, here. You can, you can walk around Japan blind more easily they have little rivets on all the streets and stuff yeah like these long yellow rubbery things saying do your do your stick without you poking the yellow thing in that case that's actually that's really great yeah no the the uh yeah the guy in this one he certainly (laughs) he probably would have been fine this guy would have this friend he made (laughs) more likely to get him killed yeah, as well. Say, um, uh, can you give us the short summary of this so we so we know what friends we're talking about? Yeah. All right. So the name of this one, I believe, is "What Do You Do When You See a Blind Person?" This is from 1971. It was made in Texas. It's an educational film, and uh, it is literally about a, a guy who uh, who um, sees a blind person. I can't even not do it. <laughs> he encounters a blind person and no, he we've got sees the, a blind person it's the blind person that doesn't see it doesn't see him yeah <laughs> and uh this is just about like how you're supposed to act and so um the thing i like about this one is it's got a narrator that the um the main character acknowledges we're gonna have to look at these names one of them's named jim i believe the blind person is named jim jim is the blind person and phil is the phil the friend yeah, He's no hero. Phil is no hero to me. No, he was the. I think he was the dad in Mary Hartman. Mary Hartman, the TV series. He just had that familiar look, so I looked him up. But uh, yeah, so basically, that he can hear the narrator, and on all the educational movies, I think that we've watched so far, I don't think this has been a a device in any of them. So I really liked that. Phil's cray cray. Yeah, <laughs> hearing the voice in you, his head. Who are you talking to, Phil? Talking to the narrator. <laughs> That's right. Can't you see him? He's a giant potato chip. Anyway, the the fun fact here is that Jim went blind from doing too much blow. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I guess it's worth noting that the blind character in the movie, they meet they meet in uh, an intersection, you know, like uh, they're about uh, Jim is about to cross the street and uh, Phil just like kind of walks past him. And the narrator's like, hold on, Phil. Don't be a dick. Phil's like, oh, God. Am I the only one that can hear you? Yes, Kent. This is God. <laughs> the nar- is God a narrator? I don't know, but uh, I don't. That's a good question. I never it, really. 
I thought they should. He could make it clear he's talking to Jim by giving him the old Greek handshake in the intersection. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, pal. Uh, Jim, I think is just living his life. He's. Uh, they say he's been blind for three years, and so he's not a person who was blind from birth. Therefore, I, I think maybe a little bit different than somebody who was. Yeah, you'd have and, to get used to all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, you know. It's just it's the video. I think the the intent rather of the of the film is to make you not make an asshole out of yourself. These are the do's and don'ts of encountering a blind person, our blind friends and neighbors. Right. These guys become like best platonic buddies within like weird two minutes. It's like, yeah, maybe Jim is just (laughs) bored. I don't know. I don't know. They seem to have nothing really to do. They they go to a museum together. They go to lunch together. Yeah, it's nothing really going on. I would I would like to know a little bit more backstory about the two of them. I, I think Phil's gonna take Jim out into the desert and do like crowly shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know the it's it's un unwilling or unexpected bottom. <laughs> yeah, surprise. <laughs> Where are we? Are we at McDonald's? No. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, do you know about the Eye of Horus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that could be fun, but yeah, it, it is it is weird. Um, I, I put, wrote down my note that maybe this could be like the most awkward movie this side of happiness. You know, it's it's very awkward because you've got the narrator who uh, Phil is getting grief from, and then at one point when they're in the uh, when they're at the restaurant, you've also got this waiter who is also screwing up with Jim, you know. But by this point, Phil is a little more savvy, and so he's like correcting the waiter, you know. But they get into—I love when there's like you know there's glasses of wine on the table, and he's trying to like you know claw machine it with with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Nope, a little See- to the left. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought French food was going to be like a euphemism for a blowjob or something. Hey, you want no, some French no. food? Yeah, no. I wonder, actually, under- who's like, let's go. Hey, dude, let me take you to a French restaurant. I mean, that seems weird. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? He takes him. He's like, you ever you like French food? And he's like, I don't think I ever had it. This is Jim. Uh, this is Jim saying he's never had French fruit, food. And Phil's like, I know we just met, but I'm taking you to Cordon Bleu. <laughs> In the middle of the day. As two men you, are wants to do in the middle of the business day. And I guess, yeah, it, look, it must have been. Um, I don't know what city in Texas this was made in, but uh, clearly um, things are going well for both of these guys or poorly. Like, look, I'm an alcoholic and I don't want to go home. <laughs> Great. I've been laid off and was considering killing myself. Let's go eat French food. And then go to the museum for the Robert Maplethorpe exhibit. <laughs> I would give him some ideas. Why did they go to the museum? No, man. <laughs> like, well, I think they went to the museum. This is a device to show people that you know, like a blind person can like interact with art. You know, because uh, Jim is doing a lot of like touching sculptures and things like that. But most of the museums I've been to, you're not allowed to do any of the things that they're doing. Yeah, they kick you out if you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It uh, it was definitely odd, but uh, that was one of the things that's like, I can imagine 
Phil's job. Like, where is Phil? When I was a when I was a kid, maybe like ten years old, it was like my aunts and uh, somebody was visiting. We took them to the High Museum, and we all rounded a corner into the Robert Maplethorpe exhibit. That, that's nice. That's, a, that's fun for the family trip. <laughs> yeah, how old were you when that happened? Probably like ten. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's like this? A, do you remember any of the pieces that you saw? The penises? What? No, the... <laughs> I would imagine you guys saw a couple of those. No, I mean, there's, he's got some some really famous stuff. Oh, no, I know. At age 10, I don't remember. You don't, you don't remember, like, some of the things that were happening in them? Or... Well, they were. it was a standard late 80s Maplethorpe exhibit, right? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, a little bit of leather here and there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, a crucifix and a cup of urine. <laughs> right, right, right. Um I don't know how have, have, have you I had a blind student like 10 years ago he had a computer like had braille or something on it mm-hmm. but um he seemed to have like like that wasn't his only issue he was like oh. something was going on weird in his head as well but whatever okay no I can't say that uh um I've had people you know hearing impaired or non-hearing but um no nobody blind that I can recall uh, working with or in my family yeah but it was kind of like well uh in this movie it's sort of like haha blind people can't program computers that's why it came to mind because he had this little system where it, like had the raised braille dots and stuff yeah um at, at one point they're making a date i think maybe they made the, the lunch date and uh, uh jim shows him his watch and he's like you'll think this is cool it's a braille watch Phil's like oh i'm gonna break it I'm going to break it if I touch the watch. <laughs> I'm going to take the watch and throw it on the ground. That's going to break yeah. it. <laughs> God. No, he's he's very... I don't know why, but every time they do one of these things, the person that's like learning is a complete moron. Like They don't just not know about the subject that they're trying to teach. They don't seem to know like anything. It's like the lowest common denominator like audience empowerment method you know like kid shows where, all the, the, where every adult in the kid shows a fucking idiot right yeah 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 no but also I, what I think they messed up on is that in this one um, there's there this is an this is something we see more now I would think than back then which is sensitivity to other people you know and there's a lot of training now or a lot of videos now or a lot of education going on to where being you know like understanding each other and you know, learning how not to act and what not to say and just how to how to be civilized. And so it was neat to kind of see them address this. But also, if they wanted you to not like laugh or joke about somebody that's blind, why did they make it so comedic? It's like slapstick at one point, like Benny Hill style. Oh, yeah. I have like, a, again, with that with that restaurant scene, it's like our hero wants to fondle him into the chair, you know? That was so funny. And they do the now freeze. and And Jim is like freezing, like, being manhandled by phil and then phil of course looks up because they haven't actually done freeze frame this is just the actors after freeze so poor jim is stuck looking like he's like violently shitting himself yeah i mean (laughs) violently shitting himself like (laughs) what they couldn't afford to like pause the film is that the thing i mean freeze no it it was then um they were like let's rewind and do it again and so yeah they had a little bit of special effects they reversed the film and then they do this like kind of lab dissolve and um, it was all a little unnecessary, but yeah. I wanted to see, I was hoping to see Jim and Phil like go backwards. 
like the actual actors like walk it back oh <laughs> yeah that'd like, be fun it would have been great i don't know and that the waiter was being terrible and meanwhile the best they cut to jim and he's just like hitting the wine just watching them be idiots he's not watching them man you're not sensitive enough oh god i knew i was gonna do this <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, cider experiencing them <laughs> Jim also says I use the word see and look too you know <laughs> look Phil you're an idiot huh <laughs> right Why I, do I you just, get to I, say it <laughs> I just you know maybe maybe Jim can't see it but he's still going to find a way to, to kick Phil in the dick at some point <laughs> God, he just has it coming I don't understand why they made friends because it seems like well my guess is yeah um, Jim is probably without uh, Phil in his life going to live, you know, to reasonably old age. But with Phil in his life, I mean, Phil's already kind of looks like he's on the way out. I mean, he looks yeah. like Henny Youngman. I thought he looked like Henny Youngman. I thought he looked kind of like, uh, is, it, is it Martin Freeman? Like if he got old, but Benjamin <laughs> Button style, because this movie's like 1970. <laughs> right. I get it. <laughs> Benjamin Button. Yeah, you could recast this one with that. Martin Freeman would make a good fill. Yeah, no. <laughs> Jim, I don't know, man. He had an interesting kind of a profile. He reminded me of someone from a Richard I'd, Kern movie or something. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd recast him with the, the dude that played uh, Kevin on The Office, I think. Yeah, Rain Wilson. Or, or that would be no, great. No, no, Kevin, Kevin. He was the big bald guy. Oh, I've never watched The Office. So okay. There you go. How about uh, recast him with Jim Jones? With the Jonestown guy? Yeah, why not? <laughs> he encounters dead. Jim Jones instead of a blind guy. It's Jim Jones. Or Jim Jones blind. Or or Jim Jones runs into Jim in the middle of the intersection and, and <laughs> takes him to, um where, where is it? Guana? KJ, yeah, Guyana. You, you want to, uh, you, you want to, you want, do you like Kool-Aid, Jim? Jim's going to give Jim Kool-Aid. It smells funny. Well, it's French Kool-Aid. Jim, you like French Kool-Aid? I've never tried it. Sorry, this is horrible what we're doing right now. I don't even know what we're doing now. <laughs> it was a tangent. I mean, yeah, I was yeah. enjoying it until I realized probably no. No, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, that's the thing with the Kool-Aid, though. Uh, you know, like physical um, issues aren't really a problem. Nope. Cure cures all physical issues. Yeah, absolutely no. And and you know, if you're hurt, you pour a little Kool-Aid on it, see what see what happens. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know. I uh, but I no, I I do wonder though if they produced ones like these that are, you know, what if you encounter someone who is deaf? You know, what to do when you meet, you know what I mean? Like I don't know what today's version of it would be. Like what what do you do when you meet uh what do you meet a um when you meet a furry? I feel like this sort of thing comes across more these days than like signs and memes. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. You know, like at the library they have a sign about that or or you'll get a meme like about that or something, but you won't watch a film about it. I, I, yeah. Someone must make some, but yeah. I mean I, I usually kinda, just this is one Twitter. of my um dartboard choices, you know. Let's do this one. So you know, if it looks interesting. no, it's great. This one is really funny, you uh, know, in, in, intentionally funny. I don't mean that I'm laughing at, at the situation of the blind person, um, because Jim is actually probably the best character in the whole thing. And so they were, 
for for something they could have easily screwed up and like i say in some ways they did screw it up <laughs> but, but uh i i was a little surprised that they were making movies like this um way back then because i just you know you think of that era and you're just like uh nah not yet it's well, just it's easy to get in the thought where oh people in the past were dumb it's like they weren't necessarily dumb the environment was different i mean there's you know yeah. ways because we're like, oh, we're so much more enlightened now. But, you know, there's things back then where they were probably had, you know, um, better frames of mind, you know? Oh, no, certainly. Uh, I don't think anyone in 71 was like fist fighting attendants on an airplane. Or if they were, the that wasn't listed as the cause of the, uh, the plane crash. Because nobody right, right. knew. Nobody <laughs> filmed it. Right. Uh, wasn't Hunter Thompson pulling that kind of crap? <laughs> maybe. I can't think of a particular. Maybe. Of course, that's when the plane, like you just walked up to the plane, there's like no security. So. Oh, God. What yeah. I... No, it's like. I went through security. Um, let's put security in quotes. Uh, one of the company troops, we went to this little island, Okinawa. It's not even the main one, right? That's the better one. But yeah, coming back, like everyone's half loaded because they've been partying and just kind of stumbling through quote unquote security. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Drinking your drink. Um, it was very, it was very seventies, early seventies feel to the security. And, and this was like what? 2018. So <laughs> yeah, no, I wonder if we'll get back to that because it feels a little weird, at least here uh, going through like Delta or something like that, taking your shoes off and going through all those intense security things. It's like, you know, what's more of a danger, my shampoo bottle that I'm taking or the fact that this guy is doesn't wear a mask is then going to start punching people and opening the um, emergency exit while we're in the sky? Like, what's the real danger? All <laughs> of which has emergency. actually occurred. I'm leaving. Yeah, the, the, the guy that, like, tried to open the door because he didn't want to put his mask on while they were flying, I think he got fined, like, 52000 Peace out. <laughs> read my yeah. lips. Peace out. They can read That's his right. lips because he didn't put his mask on. <laughs> no, yeah, no, absolutely. He's like, you know, like, I want my freedom to kill everyone around me. All right, sir. I, that is true freedom, I suppose. I got, I mean, what's that? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, no, no seatbelt in the, in the car, no following the uh, stop signs. I don't, think, you know, I don't think I've had to do the shoe thing in Japan. I mean, I've only flown domestic, domestically, domestically for the past 10 years. But uh, yeah, I don't think we have to do shoes. I don't know, man. I just, you know, the next time I. I'm not worried about flying at this point, but except for reading stories like that, where people are just really wilding out. I mean, it's a problem. Yeah, it's, you know, because you know, like wear your mask, wear your seatbelt. I don't have to wear anything, you liberal scum. I'm gonna be naked on this here plane. I know, yeah. It's everybody's a Yosemite Sam now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Southern Madman voice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess I, I, the the blind have led the blind to wherever we are now. So uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are you now? Where am I? Um, well, we are at gonzorific.com, G-O-N-Z-O-R-I-F-F-I-C. Um, just shot uh, part of a new movie this weekend, Haunted Hotcakes. And um, 
so things are moving along, productions are going. And uh, right now you can buy DVDs from us. There's some posters, there's some T-shirts, and our YouTube page, which is also Gonzoverific. Um, you can watch some our the very first movie we ever made, which was 10 or no, 20 years ago. Pop. Yeah, Pop Goes Evil with um, what's the name of that song that's in it? Uh, um, yeah. OPO. Yeah, OPO, which uh, yeah, uh, you can't unhear it once you've heard it. <laughs> yeah, you'd given it to me about eight years prior to that edit. And um, I was just like, I don't know that I'll ever use this for anything. But then when I went to do that edit, it was uh, it was perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's in the movie like a lot. <laughs> Uh, that I guess I'll plug the music then. That that can be found at uh, rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. And that particular song you're mentioning is is on a album that's entitled "Psychedelically Violent," which is the time I accidentally made a Ween album. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that one. That one, yeah, it was just that was the odd odd one out of an odd set of music. So it's kind of <laughs> that's a really big achievement, I think. All right. Uh, this is Oral Hygiene Pod. It's at Facebook, Twitter, all that. Um, we also have a Patreon, which is uh, Podcastius. Pod, Podcastio. Oh, God, I forgot the name again. I can't say it. Podcastio <laughs> Podcastius. There you go. I'll, I'll link it or something, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, there you can get these episodes as soon as they're edited, which is usually pretty shortly after the recorder. I think there's currently like, well, currently as the second but not when people are hearing it probably but there's like five there that are not yet published so Ooh, there's a that's cool man that the patron the patrons get to hear it first you you, uh, you also get um unpublished monster hunter and pokemon episodes that don't involve me if someone's into that so <laughs> who's doing the monster hunting and pokemon those are both luke He's yeah got the gamer gamer podcast going on but I told him, yeah, I was right like, on, no, I, I haven't listened to Monster Hunter because I wouldn't have a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but still cool. We uh, we we did the movie, of course, and it turned out the army is not even part of the game. So that was quite pretty wild. <laughs> oh, man, I'd probably like it more than. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently there's a well, there you can listen to a whole podcast about it. But uh, <clears throat> as for now, um, you know. What do you do when you see a blind person? I don't know. Stop, look, and listen. No, wait. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done. <laughs>